Welcome to the Jagoff Hour. Um, I want to say thanks for tuning in again. And I hope you enjoy episode 8 of the Jagoff Hour. You talked all about the adrenaline. That. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my toes were all jacked up going into the next one. And I didn't want to throw any kicks. It made me super hesitant. But I don't know what this is. I was trying to record on some different. And did you put a tempo on? No, dude. I'm trying. I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know what I did. There's a beat to it. You put a tempo. I on. did not put a tempo on. It's a metronome. He's so pissed. Hey, bro, come on, bro. What you talking about? I told you. <laughs> I told you. I did not put a tempo on. I didn't think I put a tempo on. Are we are we still rolling? I just now started recording. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like listening to the audio output because I was trying to figure that part out. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, dude. This is a completely new thing I'm recording on. Okay. Just to see if it records accident? better. You did that beat was on accident. You should make beats, bro, because I was vibing at that. That's bro, a, I was literally a, a metronome. <laughs> it was literally a metronome. Shut bro. up, bro. Shut it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was a metronome. <laughs> it was going. There is a form of music where, like, it's nothing but a metronome and, like, the sounds that everybody's making while they're listening to the metronome. It's, it's weird. Like, there's a video of this dude. Like, he gets on a piano and then, like, he does all the preparations and everything. He and he just puts it, on a metronome? And then he walks away. <laughs> that shit was sick. Like uh, That was a troll yeah. back in, like, the 1700s. That's what trolling was. For real, had to be. There's no other way. But Buenos dias. Like, welcome to the Jagoff Hour, man. Fucking. Yeah. It... Thanks for coming to the show, special oh. guest. Uh... Oh, shut up, shut up. The man, <laughs> the myth, the legend, John Ron Roberts. Roberts. My yes. God, that, what an introduction. Ron what an J. introduction. The man Ron of J. fucking <laughs> justice. The man oh my God. of myth. Oh wait. Oh yeah, no, no, Chief, no, no, no. The man Justice. of ju- the Justice. Chief Justice Ron Jobbers Roberts. I'm a man of many names. Yeah, None of that. them were my own creation. That's not how it works. Like Justin came back with this traumatic head injury, and he was like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Jack," and this is what it is, <laughs> you know. But nobody else gets to pick their own fucking nickname. You know what I mean? Like that was the head trauma. We we let we let the head trauma get the best. Uh, you know that. Yeah. Was, <laughs> the CTE made me the jack. <laughs> no. It's like a superpower. Dude, I have a fucking dog tag I got last week after the fight. You know what it says on it? What? It says Jaguar. It has nice. a little that Jaguar sick, on it. Yeah, you showed it. me that. That shit was sick. Sweet Harayer. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Sweet. Wait, fuck. The man, the myth, the Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. no, that's not what I said. The man, the myth, the thunder thighs. There we go. El Hawaii. Uh, and then Pineapple Head over here. He's Pineapple with us head, too. Uh, Isaac the Anomaly. What? Oh, wow. Shit off right now, <laughs> I'll kick your whole head off. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> call me what you want. That's why we call you Pineapple Head. Yeah, no, I've never been called that in my life, but I'll take it. You're welcome. See, because the nickname doesn't work. It doesn't matter. I'm about to walk out to the It's Corn song, like the meme, next time that I fight, too, because I made a deal. Dude. Um, I made a deal, goddammit, on Facebook with uh, Maddie. Shout out Maddie from the show. Uh, 
she, uh, I posted the song and I was like, damn, this is a jam. It's just the song, It's Corn, um, from the little kid who was talking about corn. Because he loves corn. I feel that. I feel that, bro. Corn, bro. Butter and I, right. And I said, like, everybody needs to find something they <laughs> love. Like, this kid loves corn. And Maddie was like, oh, if you really feel that way, make it your next walkout song. And I was like, I, that's a good idea. I posted another meme response that said, I will. Like, and it was like a gift. But yeah, so now I have to. <laughs> because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And if I can make the other dude, like, start laughing before the fight, then knock his head off. That'd be amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. He'd be hella disarmed. He's like, oh, this is a cheesy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy. Uh, oh, hell no. I'm off the fuck. Yeah, dude. When you when you texted me that, like, I was working out at the gym. <laughs> and then when you texted me that, I looked at my phone. Because I was, like, lifting weights. Uh-huh. I looked at my phone. And I was like, is he talking about, like, corn? Like, a corn song? That's like, what I... When he said the shit to me, I was like, corn? Okay, that's fucking sick. And he was like, no, it's corn. And I was like, oh. Nina, like, literally, I looked at it. I, I turned my phone off. I'm listening to my music. I finished my warm-up. And then I'm like, no fucking way. I was like, I mean, I guess I could see it. Like, he come out, like, banging his head and shit. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> a big lump with knobs. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. <laughs> no. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing, bro. You gotta sing that shit loud, bro. No, I'm good. Oh, because you're That's soft. all you're getting, see? Because you're soft. <laughs> you don't want people to hear your beautiful singing voice. Here, I'll drop hey, the no, beat. I'll I, drop the beat. I'll drop the beat. We'll get sued, bro. We'll get sued by Drop the, the beat. The I dropped the beat, kid. Isaac. What's the song? That's not a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Ron John's jamming, bro. <laughs> it's such a good beat. Like, I don't <laughs> understand. It just does something to me in my at my core. A literal metronome. Exactly, on bro. On the default setting. Shut hey, up. That's bro. the Jags setting, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> you don't know it's default. My computer, bro. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, welcome, man. Like, fuck, it's good to have you with us. You've right. been training with us for how many years now? Three. Three. Allegedly. Alle- Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. I start actually. I started in 2019 for my senior project. Oh, you did that for your senior project? Yeah, bro. I it was a trick. I tricked my mom into doing. It. I was like, "Hey, it's for my senior project. It's important." And she was like, "All right." And yeah, now we're here. Uh-huh. What do you like? What was your senior project? Oh, I was like, should martial arts be taught in a, as physical education? Yes. Yeah, and that was... Bro, I got a 99.8 on it. Bro, don't yes. even lie, bro. You did, did not get a 99.9 on it. I got a 99.8. They couldn't Stop give him the other point two because there was violence in there. <laughs> no, they couldn't give me the point two for... uh. It was like... so I didn't have enough pictures. Oh, for real? Yeah, I didn't take enough pictures. Bullshit. He probably misspelled there. Maybe. Nah, that's a big possibility. There's so many versions of the word. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know all of them? How the fuck am I supposed to know how to spell there? Exactly. You don't even know what there you just said right now. I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, those. I do, (laughs) do because I was thinking about which one it was when I said it. Damn. But yeah. Okay, I, I like, give you that. I give you that. There. You don't know Pineapple Head like this, bro. This man is intelligent. Intelligente, we call him. 
I've never Spanish. heard you call him that. You're an intelligent man, bro. You're you are an intelligent man. I, <laughs> I've never, ever thought otherwise. I've just never heard you call him that. Tu, tu es muy inteligente. You speaking Spanish a lot more than Quite. like when I first met you and I'm loving it. Soy el arraer, bro. It's what I do. It's like, if you guys couldn't tell, that was an awesome high five. One more time. One more time. There we go. That Louder. was a better high five. But what about yeah. you? What about you? You oh. got one? One second. Okay. Okay. Put that in your mouth. And now let's do it. Boom. Awesome. <laughs> Here we go. Dude. Yeah, no. My senior project was like same, same, but different. I did uh, boxing for my senior project. And the concept behind it was like fucking uh, uh, how like boxing's not done. I don't know. I don't even <coughs> remember, dude. But it was like how boxing is or how boxing is beneficial to your health. Like that was the scientific <laughs> premise. And then like the, uh, the paper I wrote. Uh, but it's not. Sorry. Boxing is definitely good. Like, boxing, day-to-day, like, not professionally, but boxing is good for your day-to-day health. You ain't gotta be, like, in, you ain't gotta be in that bitch, like, banging all the time. You can just be, like, a dude who enjoys boxing. It should be audible the way that I'm looking at Ron right it, now. No, no, it, it, it is audible. It, it like, if be, I wasn't... If, everybody should be able to hear this. Um... <laughs> The way that I'm looking at it, but no, that's a ridiculous statement. Boxing has such a, I mean, it is good for you physically. You just want to get like in shape, but they have such a weird ethos around their sparring and all that, that they will literally take like people from a lower class in the gym, people who don't exactly know what they're doing, put them against their pro guy. So their pro guy can get like his, get his feel good in the camp. You know, that's true. I see a lot of that. They'll knock out their fucking They'll knock out their training partners cold, knock them out of the ring in, in like, boxing, sparring. So, to say that it's overall beneficial for your health, like, boxing, boxing, and actually being about it. Like that, bro. But, like, you'll, you will acquire brain damage. Well, what was your experience, Jack, when you, like, when you were boxing? What was your experience? Did, did you feel like, you know, did they have any pros, first off? Maybe it was for, like, the confidence or, like, uh, it wasn't specifically that it was good for your health. Like, I very vaguely remember it. Like, I remember I did, a, like, a page or two about, like, how boxing's on the come up because of MMA and the proliferation of MMA and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Long story short, dude, I did boxing. Like, I didn't even really, like, do boxing. Do box- like, I did it for a fucking month. Like, you know what I mean? And I sparred my best friend at the time, Gabe. Uh, yeah. Big, tall Gabe. Yeah. Beard. Yeah. The homie. Yes. Absolutely. Shout out Gabriel Waldrop. Absolutely. Not drop, but drop. No, Dr- no, I know. I know. That's what I said. The other Bro, one's cool, too. His nickname, other should be, one. his nickname should be the Yeti or something. You know his pubes are white, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo. Whoa, whoa. You know what? Oh, uh, this might. You know, this is a good idea. You, fi- a good you idea. find yourself in a different um, environment over here at the Jagoff Hour. I meant, I meant his beard. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I've seen his beard, uh-huh. though. It's. There's. Yeah. Dog. Chill. Totally. <laughs> he, 
if y'all don't, if y'all y'all can't see this, but the Jag just winked at me, and I felt, Bro, I you, felt very uncomfortable. You said some sus ass shit over there. You RJ. just wink. You were doing sus. I don't know what you're talking about. You're winking at me. Bro, you just did this shit again. You're literally holding something illegal in your hand. And you're accusing me of doing said such sus ass things. <laughs> uh, but no, man, fucking like. Bro, what's like carried you on through the journey? Because, like, sure, you started with your senior project, but like. With me and boxing, I quit boxing. I was doing it up at uh, Top Team, mm-hmm. and I just I didn't like it. I like it was it was cool. Like I loved it because I was a fat kid and it burned. It, like it made my back look shredded. Yeah, and it was a crazy good workout. But it like I stopped doing it, and then I didn't do like I fucking did it like maybe March to April or February to March or some shit like that. And then, uh, after that, I just stopped doing it and I didn't do anything else until like sep- sep- the very end of September, October, start of October. That's when I signed up for Rogue. What kept you going? Like, when I signed up for Rogue? Like, I mean, because I wanted to be a fighter. I want to be a fighter. Like, mm. that's, like, I wrestled in high school for the simple fact that I heard. John Jones and like a bunch of other fighters I was watching on YouTube because I couldn't afford pay-per-views and I didn't have cable so I could I could only watch fights on YouTube so um yeah they would always say wrestling's the best base for MMA and I joined the wrestling team my freshman year of high school I got done with that my senior year so um, you did it all four years all four years that's lit I didn't, yeah no. nah I don't know what the fuck can be going through that that was awful Bro, it was lit, but, like, you know what I mean, bro. Like Winning you, a match, bro, oh, my God, that's, like, the There was nothing better than that. World. But, like, the training for that, like, the camp. Was absolutely ass. It was garbage, bro. Especially, like, do you know what hell laps are? Have you ever, you've been to, uh, have you been to Reynolds? Ever? Okay, so, our basketball stadium, like, our basketball stadium, it has two levels and on the upper level there's stairs that lead into the you know lower level we had to go around the track but every time we got to the stairs we had to go up and down both flights of stairs and then we had to do 13 of those like and there were four sets of stairs so yeah it was yeah we had to do that before every practice yeah so before every practice before every pr- Bro, bro, I think that's bro, why bro, you're bro. so shitty at wrestling, bro. Bro, see, wrestling is just meant to instill like heart, discipline, and, and discipline. And like grit. it's meant to instill heart. Like that's... every every wrestler you know who goes into fighting, even if they're not the best striker, even if they get pieced up, they got heart and they Dude, got like fuck up right the now. ability to grind <laughs> shit out. You know? Yeah, bro. yeah. Me and Justin bro. both wrestle and we're. I mean, Justin basically just wrestled a man for three rounds. You mauled a man with standing. Standing You created a completely different martial art. I ain't never seen no shit like that. You you grappled a man standing and beat the shit out of him. That was impressive. I mean, clinching, Muay Thai clinching is basically like Greco-Roman. You're the Khabib of Muay Thai. It's basically Greco-Roman 
like wrestling plus knees and yeah elbows. And elbows. Bro, it was lit as hell. Like the ancient Greeks had a form of pancreation like that. Yeah, I, bro, I ain't never, never thrown that little strikes, that little amount of strikes. On the outside? Yeah. Yeah, you're kickboxing next, bro. Yeah, like, dude, trust me, I know. I need it. Uh, <laughs> but literally, bro, like, I've never fought somebody like I fought him because, like, dude, I threw maybe a total of, like... But it was it was strangely relevant throughout your whole fight camp. Like, every time we would do the Shark Tank... You were like going for the clinch, mm. you know. You were getting True. there. You were getting in there and in on the clinch, you know. And you were like, that was your intention. <clears throat> I think I've it's be, like I've been watching a lot of Muay Thai lately. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I was just about to ask both of you this question: Who's been your inspiration for fights lately? Like inspiration, as in like, like what fighters who have you I been, been watching, watching? Yeah, who have you been watching, watching, like analyzing, like oh, that's um, what they do. Maybe I should try that. I've really been watching like a lot of Stephen. Y'all heard of Stephen Wakeling? No, he's the current Muay Thai champion at like 168 pounds. I think mm, that's a good. Pound. What promotion? Like, um, he's it's the Muay Thai. I just if you look it up, it would be I'm literally the Muay Thai. Um, you know me. I wouldn't be pretty me. sure Stephen the Surgeon Wakeling, and um, I've known he was champion. Too. He was like WBC champion or something. So he's like a legit, legit dude. He's a legit guy. He's very like current too. He um, so I've been watching a bit of Stephen Wakeling, and then the fact that we had Artem Levin. Coming yes. to the um, I coming to the thing, that. I started watching a lot of Artem Levin because I didn't know what he like he His was all about. Yeah, bro. I mean, he beat up like three men in one night for. Uh, the his glory. glory championship. That not he even got. one time. Not even one time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the other one, but I got through one of them where he was wearing red shorts and it was uh, shredding people. You just remember show. the color of his shorts and him kicking ass. And That's fucking beating rad. the fuck yeah. out of three people. You Bro, know, you remember when he fought Jason Wilmus? Uh, no, I remember him fighting Joe Schilling though. He oh, lost that, that fight. He, no, uh, he lost one of them, but the, the one for the Glory one. Championship. He the one for the Glory Championship. He beat Damn, Joe Schilling. I didn't but see that on right uh, before I that. I haven't seen that. Joe one. Schilling fought. Uh, he fought some monster. Fuck, what was his name? Oh yeah, he was all beat up. Yeah, he was mauled going into that. And yeah. then, like, first round, he came out really fucking sharp. And then Arden, bro, you see Arden just start picking him apart. Mm-hmm. And, dude, Arden Levin, for those don't, who don't know, who aren't really into fighting, I apologize, but not really. Uh, but Arden Levin is a, like, he retired back in 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. You might want to quote me on that, RJ. Year. He retired in. Wait for it, 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 wait for it. This fact check. Where did this? misspelled his last name. He retired. It's not that deep. So he retired. And he was like a dominant glory champ. Like he's had hundreds of fights. Like. Oh, yeah. When he was going into the. 2015, yeah. 2015. Yeah, yeah. when he was going into that, (laughs) it was called Glory Last Man Standing. It was for the middleweight championship. He went into it. He beat up three men in that one night. And, you know, maybe it wasn't the most, like, 
exciting fights, but he went in there and did what he had to do against each person, and it was a different game against each person. That's like it shows the intelligence of him as a fighter to be able to go in there and play a different game with each fighter, you know, to Bro, get the win. He's a fighter with a fuck ton of like bachelor degrees. Mm. Like, I think he has, like, three bachelor degrees. Holy shit. Pop, and that was, like, back in 2014, 2013. I didn't even know. He was fighting while getting bachelor degrees. He's Batman. Ain't no way. Artem Levin is Batman? Artem Levin is Batman. I'm calling it right now. No, he's, he's the he's Russian lying. Batman from the spinoff Batman series. Yeah, remember? yeah, so fuck the Batman. Batman Incorporated. No, he's Lion Man. I, mean, I don't know if He's that's Lion correct. Man, yes. El Leon. <laughs> Why you gotta? <laughs> I don't even. Is that how you say that? I'm pretty sure that's. Now you should figure it out in Russian, bro. No, I'm talking about Spanish, bro. Fuck the, I got fuck you, that. bro. Fuck you. Uh, it's probably Leon or something. I, I want to say it's Leon. I don't know. This uh, is a chaotic podcast, and I love it. But dude, yeah, no, no, Artem Levin. Yeah, you were right. It's Leon. Ha 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 ha. No. I, I said the same thing, bro. I agree. <laughs> he said, yeah, it's probably that. He said, ah. Ha, 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 <laughs> so yeah, no. Artem Levin was a dominant glory champ, dominant fighter, uh, and he retired really healthy. He came to our seminar at our gym a few weeks ago. Wait, probably like over a month ago. Wait, something like that. It's bro. the fourth. He came the eighth. It's been yeah, a oh, like a month ago. Yeah. Word. Hell nah, yeah. I was just, yeah. It's yeah. been a minute. Uh, but it was lit. It was a great seminar. Yes. And yeah, dude, ever since I watched his fights, I've been watching Hello like I watched like I watched a fuck ton of his fights. I just had okay. to see like his actual striking. His actual fights in there. So yeah, it was <clears throat> He's it was a great. really smart. Like I love the way he plans. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do everything like fundamentally correct even. Oh, but dude, like, but so everything slick. is super proficient in the way he throws everything, you know, like he might keep his hands down around like his stomach or his chest area at all times. But like the only fight he didn't do that in was the fight against Alex Pereira, where he beat the Alex shit Pereira. Out of him. Yeah. Yeah. No, he beat he beat up Alex Pereira, got out of there pretty much unscathed. And you saw in that fight he was he hardly threw any kicks because he didn't want to mess up his legs, knowing that he, he was had planning for the other two fights. more fights. You know, like that's it. It really takes that. I fucked up in my first fight, and I fucked up my like toes and my foot, and didn't want to throw any kicks going into the second one. So what if I like needed that, and then was fucked up? Like, do you have to keep in, this in mind with these tournament situations? You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's important, and he did it really intelligently against Alex Pereira. Pierre, Pierre, Pereira, Pereira. Whatever. So what about you, Jack? Who's your? Was it or was it Art Eleven? I as well. I've watched a lot of Art Eleven and Pereira uh, lately, just because they've been like big names. Uh, I haven't watched too much Muay Thai in the, like I would say the past week or a couple pr- past week probably maybe a couple weeks. Uh, because like going close to my fight, I didn't want to like get something new stuck in my brain, uh, and try and like accidentally use it or something just because it's fresh on my mind. Mm. Uh, so I really like, I watch a lot of like Bazooka Joe, Bazooka Joe. I love Joe Val, Val, 
Val something? Valentini or something. Yeah, something. Uh, he was another glory fighter. Retired, young and healthy. Retired, young, young and healthy. healthy as well. Yeah. yeah, and he's fucking. He posts a lot of technique videos, fighting videos, just on his YouTube, and they're actually like he has some really good free free content, and I really enjoy it. Um, and then he also he's also one of those guys who does a Patreon for like ten dollars a month, and he'll send you like a bunch of his workouts and stuff. But I don't do that. Uh, but with fucking Sylvie Von Douglas, I do do that. Uh-huh. And uh, Sylvie, bro, Sylvie Von Douglas, she trains with like legends, like like, like Thailand legends, like. Oh yeah, she posts that shit for free. Yeah, no. Have you seen her two-hour uh, clinch seminar? Yeah, I watched part of it and then I fell asleep. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> I can look away. Uh, nah, it's, I only made it through like thirty minutes. Yeah, dude. I don't know. You it was too to, in depth. The only ones I really like uh, are her instructionals with legends, and the ones she, she does multiple times. Cause like you can go in and learn about like how this legend thought before he fight, how he thought when he fight, how he looks at everything. It's really fucking interesting. And I literally like that's when I don't know, dude. It's really like I watch a lot of Sylvie Von Douglas, Joe Bazooka, or Bazooka Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Bazooka. Joe Bazooka. Uh, that's a uh, last name of Bazooka would be insane. Yeah, just saying. My, I mean, we Cannoneer is basically a Bazooka Bro, shut, it's not half as cool. What? Cannoneer's a badass fucking. Oh name. shit! He has a Bazooka. Oh shit! He no. has a Cannoneer. Come on, man. Don't no, play with me. Both of those are badass as shit, but he like... He has a cannon. It's a, it basically means person with a cannon. Yeah. Joe Cannon sounds stupid. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Stupid. That does sound kind of stupid. But like, <laughs> that's why you got to say cannoneer. You know, <laughs> you're fancy and you're being a dick about it. <laughs> uh, but I, I watch those two a lot. Oh they go through a lot of people. I like Samsung Isayan. Uh, just because Samsung, he's like he's a really slick fighter. And he like the style, the style he fights for the weight class is kind of crazy. Mm. What and weight class is he in? Like 120, 130. He's like a little little guy, but his body, his body is really similar to mine in the fact like I feel like he has a shorter torso but longer limbs. Mm. Like a Marlon Vera type. Yeah. Absolutely, and the way he fights, like he's he's a Dern fighter. He fights a lot like me. He goes from he goes from striking to clinch, and he loves that shit. And he's like a really like dude. His mindset's crazy. He was on the top of his game at like age 16, 17, 18. Like everybody wanted to watch him when he fought back then, and he'd travel and he had a whole fucking Western boxing career. And I think he retired with exactly like 100 fights. Don't quote me on that. I think he retired with exactly like 100 or whatever. Oh, I'm researching fights. this later. Dude, Samson is Sion. I fucking love that man. Okay, okay. And she has a lot of videos with him. And I love rewatching his videos because like, he's such an intelligent fighter. Such an, like, I don't know, man. Uh, I know I'm not the fastest. I know I'm not the strongest. I know I'm not the most explosive. But I do have a brain and I do use it when I fight. I think that's what makes a lot of fighters different. 
Like, I think most of the guys at Rogue, like, we don't just stand there and bang. That's not what we really fucking do, bro. Like, we use our brain. Holy shit. I just looked up uh, the guy, Stephen Wakeling, that I was talking about earlier. Um, And he fought, like, he fought Artem Levin to a draw. Oh, that's bonkers. Can he beat my ass, though? I think not. He's 185 pounds. Cut down to 185 pounds. He's got uh, 47 wins, 15 by knockout, four losses. I just checked this dude out. One Damn. by knockout. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, he was the like WBC World Super Middleweight Champion. Um, his last fight was 2017. Just worth saying. Yeah, but he had 2011 WBC Muay Thai Super Middleweight World Champion. Also had 2008 WMC MA, like Mad World Champion. And I suppose that's a promotion name. It's MAD, all mm. typed out. But either way, he had a bunch of other smaller championships. One of them being Waco. And an IKF super welterweight one. Oh shit! Shout out Johnny Davis. Shout out IKF. <laughs> Bro, IKF is like, it's it's Move a lot that. bigger than I think. I mean, no, just like get the. It's a lot bigger. Like I don't know, dude. I don't know. The IKF is definitely like, fucking Johnny Davis is money hungry for some reason. I, I don't know. He, I think he just wants to like aggressively expand. Aggressively <laughs> expand. Oh, God. That's that's the vibe I get from Johnny Davis. Yeah, he's like a... He's Dana White. He's <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> no, he's, he's he's charging you more than Dana White, bro. Yeah, dude, he charges okay. as much. Hey, no, no, no. Listen, listen, bro. He's charging you as a fighter as much as Dana White is charging his audience to watch like big pay-per-views and shit. That's bonkers. And then there's other shit you have to pay for on your own as well, like the physical and like your food, and they want you to rent from the hotel that if you don't if you don't buy at the like if you don't stay at the hotel, they charge you like 60, 70 extra dollars or something. Yeah. They'll charge you for not staying at the venue that they're doing the work at, but they're not gonna pay your hotel bill yes. like the NFC or any other like promotions might do I wanna fight for, for their fighters. Promotion, bro. Yeah, like, IKF is ridiculous, bro. Yeah. It is yeah. honestly ridiculous how much they take from the fighters to give them so little of a platform. And then literally, bro, literally, like, the stream itself costs as much as a fucking, like, bro. UFC fight, like... Do you know, bro, the first, we all, when I found out, like, it was gonna be streamed in the pay-per-view, like, I knew this already because last year, but, like, I went to it, directly to it. It was 64 fucking bucks, like... Like, Come on, man. bro. Knowing damn well you're not gonna watch the whole thing with everybody's fights on there, you're just coming to watch your boys do a couple of fights. Like, and the other thing too, they'll charge you the same amount if you want to record at the event. If you're that's the camera fee. That's the camera fee. It that, was listen. The camera fee last year was like fifty five dollars or some shit. I think it was that's 45. that's pushing forty five or fifty five dollars or some shit like that. But. Um, I mean, uh, it's probably more now if you want to record. Because they're acting like you're going to sit there and record the entire event. Not, bro, that should be killing me when he be at like the... Uh, a clip it or like 
the whole thing not like no, but like he like, Johnny Davis is evil. Long story short, he, long no, story he's short, narcissistic. I mean, like long story short, he is trying like what he's shit, trying to do with bro. the IKF is expand. Like I understand what he's trying to do, but like conquer his mind. You too. guys hear all these fighters. Uh, he charges the shit out of people, but he has awesome PKBs, and those PKBs are extremely beneficial to the growth of fighters. Like. Again, fighting. if you have like $55 to spare. Oh my god, yeah, because they're not cheap either. Yeah, right. Uh, long, yeah, long story short, IKF is a promotion. It's a kickboxing. We, we got off on a mad tangent because we're mad. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's, it's okay to be mad, bro. No, no, no. What I wanted to talk about, though, is like, bro, fucking so... One of the hardest things in fighting is consistency. It's yeah. staying disciplined. It's being consistent. Like, it's so easy to get in your head. Like, Isaac, dude, you went through all this fucking, this hella staff infect, hella infections, bro. Like, your immune system said, hey, yo, fuck this guy fuck for you. a straight, like, <laughs> fuck you. For a straight, like, four months. It you was know a couple of months, I'm bro. Out yeah. straight like that. Uh, and you had up. to spend a lot of time outside of the gym. And, like, how did that make you feel? Like, how did your head feel? How did you feel about yourself as a fighter? Man, honestly, yeah, like time away from the gym makes you feel like you're losing out on like knowledge. You're losing out on potential, like you're wasting potential is what it feels like for yourself as a fighter when you're at the gym, you know, and honestly, that feeling ended up being part of what hurt too, because I believe that a lot of the reasons I had all those infections and that staff is because I was going through a really like stressful time in my life. At that point. And that wrecks your immune system. And I, I never stopped, like, training. Even though I was stressed out, even though I was going through shit, I kept training and I kept doing these, like, fights, and I was going hard. So I came out the other end of four months with four fights and was, like, burnt out, you know? So I went through another four months of just, like, being burnt out and trying to recover you know, so it's like, it was hard for me to, um, hard for me to stick to it and be like, remember why, I suppose. But you feel, you remember how shitty you felt about yourself. Yeah, no, I felt, I felt terrible, like, not being able to train because, you know, I don't know. And you just feel like you're wasting your potential as a fighter or what, whatever that may be, you know, like, and you should be going. But the truth of the matter is, like, sometimes you have to take a little bit of time and get your shit right. Like, if you're going hard all the time, then you're starting the clock that every fighter has. You know, it's, a, it's like a thing that they said. It might be more now, but it used to be seven years that a fighter really has to go hard and, that, and be in, like, the prime of their fighting career, you know? So if yeah, you're just, like... Mean, I mean, that's... It's, it's a, like, like an old... Nine. Nine it's like an old yeah. cliche kind of saying that a fighter has, like, seven years of, like, you know, really hard going after it, prime of their of career, you know? <laughs> so, okay. but... <laughs> we, lo- we know a lot about the fighter. Listen... But the thing is, like, if you are going hard in your amateurs and going constantly, constantly, as hard as you can go, like, burning yourself out, then you're starting your clock there. 
and you're going to come out the other side of it with just an abundance of injuries, mm. you know, and problems with your body. And then when you finally get up to the peak of your career, you'll be like, I don't know, looking like TJ Dillashaw with every injury in the book, you know, or fucking, it was the same thing with uh, one of his opponents, Dominic Cruz. It was the same kind of deal, just every injury in the book, and it takes you out of the prime of your career because you already burnt that out kind of a deal, yeah. So, I don't know. Dude, yeah, I know. Man, I fucking, like... I just spent a lot of time outside the gym, too, and like, during that time, bro, you feel like shit about yourself, mm-hmm. and then you come back, and you feel like you have to compensate, and you have to, like, catch up, and you have to, you have to go harder, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I spent time outside of the gym for a surgery on my side last summer, like, what? 2021. Yeah, what was that, by the way, Ray? So, turns out I have this... It's like a, it's like an extremely rare thing. It's called an AV malformation. Uh, and essentially what it is, is like my veins like cross over themselves and mm. they get swollen when I overwork my body, when I overwork my body, when I don't give it proper rest. Mm. Uh, and that shit's it's changed a lot of like how I train because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's not really like it's there, but it's it's not big or it's not yeah. swollen. I mean, no. It what the surgery like did they take something out? Yeah, dude, so like what did we they take had out? no idea what it was. None. Like nobody had any clue. Like I had a bunch of expensive MRIs, CAT scans done on it and everything. Not even realizing I have fucking Medicaid. I have Medicaid until I'm 26. Because... Yo, you... I just figured that out. And I paid a lot of money at the time. (coughs) And... uh, (coughs) Because I I had an insurance under a job that I was working. So I used that as my insurance. And then I didn't... Like, nothing else was covered. And so I... Literally, like, I got, like, I don't know. Long story short, CAT scans, x-rays, MRIs, they couldn't tell what it was. They could tell there was an abnormality. They just, and my ass, I thought it was a fucking tumor, bro. I thought like, I really, I, I really, like, I was, like, I was sad as shit at the time. Yeah. Uh, long story short, they did a biopsy, and I had it scheduled for, like, right before I went to the beach. So I'd go to the beach, and I'd recover, and then I'd come back. Mm-hmm. I only have a week left, and then I could train. Uh, but literally man like they cut it open they went inside and they took a big chunk of it and like if i overwork myself like if i over like not even overwork my it's like if i work out it's like when you work out and if you don't have three to four hours in between like an extremely intense workout your body doesn't recover right that's how my body was expressing it right um and dude, I literally I got ready for a fucking fight, and it didn't get swollen or anything. And yeah, no. And I, you saw the preparation for the fight, like you really were taking time for your strength and conditioning separately. And then you would come in, and you wouldn't even try to burn yourself out doing like every class of the night. 
you know, you'd come into the sparring, you'd work whatever the coaches told you to work, and you'd get good work in, but, like, you weren't burning yourself out. It's something that I had to come into, like, realization that I can't be doing, like, every class in the gym, like, hardcore, doing everything, you know, like, doing all levels and then sparring, or, like, you know, you're just burning yourself out. You're just doing too much to your body at one point, like, because one, one hour of the exercise is designed to burn you out. And then you stretch out and you leave. But then you stay for another hour and a half where you're going to also get punched in the face and kicked in the body. And, like, yeah. so it's not really... Or choked out. You're not, <laughs> yeah. you're not able to get your best work in those advanced classes if you're taking the all levels right before it because you're just too tired and you're at, like, your minimum... Of, if know. you train at your worst, you're gonna perform at your worst. Like, yeah. If when you tr- what you do in training really reflects how you go into fights. Mm-hmm. It really reflects how you go into fights, and just, dude, I fucking like. I had to spend so much time outside of the gym. Because my body was telling me, it was like, yo, bro, you're, you're going a little fast. You're going a little fast. Like, I was doing what every beginner does, and I was just going as much as I could mm-hmm. as many mm-hmm. times as I could. Uh, yeah, for real. And my, my <laughs> results weren't really changing. And then I, took, I started learning more about recovery mm-hmm. and how your body needs hours to recover. Like, I thought maybe two hours max would be good. Nah, dude, it's fucking... I thought one hour would be awesome. Nah, dude, now I'm a fucking personal trainer and, like, stretching, cooling down. Got that associates. Got that associates, bro. Like, it's it's fucking crazy. And, uh... <laughs> I got mad distracted. I don't... We all did it the same time. Isaac made a face. Um... We'll need a camera for this show eventually. Something like that, man. Uh, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Because it's the Jagoff hour, baby. Like, this shit ain't going away anytime soon. Uh, I have you motherfuckers to make sure that. Uh, but, dude, yeah, long story short, you have to you have to seriously think about your recovery. You have to seriously, like, you have to tr- drive around with fucking balls and shit like yeah. medit- uh, not balls you hold like up, yoga you hold. balls like yeah, okay. self massage balls tune up physical they balls they can't see them yeah. they can't see my balls <laughs> which is <laughs> on, here on the jagoff power unfortunately you will not be able to see the balls i am yeah. sorry this is what the fans are see, here for you, he's you, waking at me you give it about, unfortunately listen listen john listen hold on wait just pause all right pause you said Paul, so it's cool. Alright. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> no. Um, the fans, when you name a podcast like this, like he has named this podcast, <laughs> the fans are expecting something. And they get what they pay for. It is the jack <laughs> it is the jag off hour. You get nothing. You lose. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it is the Jagoff hour. They have expectations of seeing balls, all right? So they will one day. I was day. saying, unfortunately, for okay. the fans. Right, okay, right. you understand? It's, it's you're knowing your audience. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, I got people in Belgium. I, I know what they come for. The boys in Belgium. You got boys in Belgium? Got boys in Belgium. What's up, boys in Belgium? How y'all doing? We get down from speak, them all the time. I don't speak Belgian? Uh, of German? Course, of Ger- course you don't. Of course. French? I know Albanians speak French. I don't know where Albanian, bro. Like I promise, I'm one of the smart Americans. Like we'll, we'll get a globe. Don't worry. If you about say it. you're a smart American, bro. then like no, but like I like I'm, I don't I don't want to think I'm know, stupid. Did you know this? Uh, this cures cancer. You should rub your skin with it. You're <laughs> for those who don't know who can't the see. Only thing that that. Small syringe actually does. It's not a syringe. Fuck Hold on. It's, not- <laughs> it's, it's, a scal- it's like a scalpel. No, dude, you can like. It, it's an exacto knife, but it's basically the same thing as a scalpel. It's a fucking shank. And so. It's a fucking shank. Bro. All that this does is shank people at night. Separate Legos. Open cigars. Oh. Oh. This is literally what it's used for. You have your other one that's fancy. This is the bullshit one that looks like a prison shank. And it's used for opening cigars. Crafts. Not crafts, Megan. Drugs. <laughs> Tr- whoa, Yo. whoa, whoa, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. Yo. <laughs> for anybody that's still listening, uh, thank you. Hi, but, hi, boys in Belgium. Uh, that was the whole point of that. I just wanted to show that right, I'm not stupid. Yo, real quick though, one one of the big reasons I wanted to have you on today is because I know you've been experiencing problems with commitment, man. Yeah. Tell me about it. Like, what's up? What's going on? Uh, it's not even commitment. Like, I love training. It's just like, um, just balancing that. Uh, just balancing that. Like, the things that happen in, that go on in life with, you know, my desires to fight. And like to do talk nice and loud. Talk yeah, nice and yeah, loud. I got, oh yeah, it's getting loud. Alright. Um yeah, it's like I was I was out because like I was out for a little bit because um we were moving first off. Mm-hmm. And that you know that, That's a big change, bro. That is a you big can't change. act like that's not a big change. Yeah, like I kinda like I shrugged it off because like, you know, it is and I trained a little bit through that. Um but I wasn't at the gym as much as I like as I was used to, and that kind of sucked. Um, well, and see, it did. It made me feel bad. It just it made me feel like uh, I wasn't getting helping people get ready. I wasn't getting ready myself because like I had plans to compete, mm-hmm. and it just like it just didn't work out like how I wanted it to. And then yeah. after that, I was having like injury issues, and. European blood, bro. That's, <laughs> you really, so, you really just casually really, draw. Like, everything, I'm blood. everything, like, what, 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 what was that, bro? What, like, you went to the doctor, right? You saw a doctor about it. Yeah. What was going on there? What is going on there? Oh, um, I'm fine. I just like, I really just need to recover, like. Oh. And. Yeah. So you were pissing blood because you needed to like sleep more. See, bro, this is where I I wasn't hydrated. It was a lot of. This things. is where you have to get into like priorities. Yeah. You know, because it was cool that you were still coming to a couple classes when you were moving and all that, but like 
where even like during like getting up towards co- those competitions, you were in a couple of classes, but it was like you weren't there for primarily you weren't there for like the intro sparring classes where we're going over like techniques for competition. It's yeah. basically the competition team's time to like get their work in. Um, Yo, if you guys could have seen then how you... many times I quarter turned that man. <laughs> well, I did. I did. I did. And you should eventually just go ahead and post that so that every opponent you have next thinks you're just going <laughs> to... I'm just a clinch clincher. monster. <laughs> and then we're going to make you a monster on the outside. I'm already, yeah, dude, the thing is, I am a monster on the outside. Yeah, you just didn't show that. You chose not to show that. Yeah, dude. Which is fine. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a really different fight because, like, what I typically do is my my fighting style, what I like is chaotic, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to stay on the outside for a bit. I like to annoy people. I like to bait people into switch kicks, into knees, uh, into clinch. And then I get out of clinch. I cool. love getting out of clinch because I'll, like, knee out or I just push out and then uppercut. Hook. If I can get it, I go uppercut hook cross. That's literally one of my favorite things since we started going over it. Yeah. And when I went against the guy last weekend, I try to push out, but he wouldn't let me out. So I'd go, I'd be like, "All right, motherfucker," and I just keep throwing knees and I keep pushing <laughs> him, like. And then like sometimes he'd just be holding on in just weird ways, and because I like to like go in, like I like to strike. And then go in, and then come out, and yeah. then go in, come yeah. out. Yeah, it's kind of like a Colby Covington style of attacks, Maybe but you're not doing like him. takedowns. And you you're know? a better striker. It, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's also true. But it's it's kind of like the approach that he takes, where he'll strike for a little bit, and like put pressure on, and like sh- like throw hands, and then he'll t- shoot a takedown, try to take you down, pressure again, then disengage like get back up do it again you know and like keep shooting keep punching keep shooting it's kind of the same approach where you're uh attacking from the outside working your way into the clinch landing a couple knees and then breaking on your own terms and you know rinse and repeat you know that's it's a really good way to fight you know is how a lot of people got their wins you know it's how phil beat the shit out of sam marler you know in the fight for it but um, yeah, it it didn't seem like you were able to get your way out on your own terms in that fight. What? He doesn't have to go anywhere. At ten a.m. That was that was a mis- that was a misconception there that we had. He's fine. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, man, like it just the game plan didn't work, and I wasn't able to strike as much as I wanted to. But fuck it, man, like. I really, I went against a dude who had twice my experience, and I fucking mauled him. Mm-hmm. Like, he had twice as many fights as I did. Yeah. Like, record aside. And I fucking mauled him, bro. Like, it felt really good. Uh, but yeah, man, you can't be in the gym all the time. Trust me, dude. I've been out of the gym so much, so many times at this point. So many fucking times. It wasn't really just the fact that I was out of the gym. It was the fact that I really wasn't taking care of myself. Like, I wasn't getting the proper nutrients. I wasn't hydrating. Like I was saying, you were like, over-trying. part of the reason that I was like being low is because I wasn't hydrating enough and I was pushing myself too hard. Yeah. It was, it was terrible. It was, yeah. 
and you really woke up. Like you really, you really pissed blood, went to sleep, and then woke up the next morning still peeing blood for like multiple days. Bro. And then went and still went to run club. And still went to run and still ran a five k, almost a bro, five k. Bro, listen, bro. We we have resources with this with Rogue and everything, bro. There's a lot of resources. Talk to people about nutrition and hydration and shit like that, bro. Like, get up with actual, actual. We have actual experts who can help you with these things. You know. We literally we have like a whole smoothie bar, even, bro. Like. I I I just have like oh no I just like have this thing where like. I don't like putting my problems onto people. That's not what it is, though. Like it just—I I know, but like that's just what it be feeling like. Yeah, but you're gonna have to get over that shit because that's not how it works. Yeah. One of the we biggest. Have, we have coaches and we have nutritionists and you know strength and conditioning experts for a reason. It's because we're really trying to produce the best fighters, you know. So if you're not using the resources that are, are there for you, then. Yeah. That makes them like useless. It's 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 not you putting problems on them. This is why they're here. They want to help you figure out what's wrong with your nutrition. They want to help you figure out how to like hydrate yourself better and what vitamins to take, you know, and how to optimize your body for what we're doing. You know, that's why they're here. This is why Mike Callow's here. Shout out, shout out, Mike. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mike. And uh, lifestyle of fitness. He whooped my ass yesterday. Yeah. He's fun to spar with. I really like he, sparring. Bro, right? for real. For real. But yeah. No, you got to use your resources, man. It's not like you're putting your problems on anybody. You just need to like get up with people, talk about what's going on. Like honestly, hit up Mike for real. And he, he's helped me with a lot of things. You know? Same here, yo, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mike's awesome, man. I literally, I have a... Kind of, sort of, because of him, I have a job that I can do anywhere, that I can literally do in Thailand. Like, I was talking to somebody last night at the restaurant. It's a party that always, like, whenever they come in, they always, they're always like, is he here? We, we want him. Mm. Uh, and they, last night, they did me awesome. Like, I made really good money from them last night. Uh, because I serve on the weekends, and I personal train through the week. And fucking... Mike pretty much introduced me to that world. He got me in that world. He got my foot in the door. He's the reason I, like, I have a stable, like, three to four hundred every month. Like, it's like a day of serving a week or some shit. That's how I figure it. And I just check in on people for 30 minutes a day. Like, they can, those people can really help you. And one of the things we talked about on our last podcast, shout out to uh, Jagoff Hour number seven. Uh-huh. The PKB one. I, I the was PKB listening to a couple. Thangs. PKB and Thangs. I'm a fan. I'm not going to lie. I listened to a couple. Yeah. Good, man. We're going to get a lot more consistent. We're going to have our homies on. I'm getting mics tomorrow. I'm finally making that investment before I go to Thailand. Yeah. Uh, because, dude, guys, I have three more fucking Saturdays. I have three more Saturdays. Oh, shit. That's how I'm thinking about it. That's not jack shit, bro. Three yeah. more Saturdays and I'm... Off to Thailand for, for how a long? Month. A month. Okay. I'll be back by Christmas. Uh, I'll, I'll be, be back on Christmas. For Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, no singing on the podcast. <laughs> yes. I like we it. We sang at the beginning of that. No, the we, fuck I didn't. I we sing at the start of every episode. I, 
Uh, I'm gonna make you guys record the intro with me after this. Okay. But uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on today. It was awesome talking to you, hanging out with you for a fucking minute. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dude, I like do what you need to do and come to the gym, like when you can. Like it's not like get your life straight, bro. One. Yeah. Leaving this podcast, leaving this, I I want you to try and do one thing. Only one thing. Like, we've talked about a lot of shit, but just do one thing, man. Just wake up, write out your day. Like, how you plan your day is going to go out. Like, whatever comes up. Like, you should, like, when you write out your day, you realize you don't really, you're not doing that much shit. And then you can see, like, windows of time where you just, like, play on your phone or, like, watch tv or some shit you can dedicate time to that so you can optimize your brain the type of shit elon must be on and shit you don't have to do like 20 minute windows or 30 minutes figure out a time that works for you that's one of the things that's helped me the most yeah and it's not like you have to fucking do 75 hard or anything Mm -mm. but you do have to drink water you do have to eat food yes and you do have to take time for your body throughout every day to work out or recover or like stretch or whatever it may be or you have to take that time yeah or it's not gonna work you know that that's the big things that i got out of like the 75 hard Mm -hmm. program even though i haven't finished it yet because it was just uh a lot lot going on huh you you think january 1st it's cliche it is cliche, bro, but I'm a corny ass motherfucker. <laughs> uh, dude, we could start it January first. Like it could be a little New Year's thing. Like we'll have the holidays and shit, and then like I'll come back from Thailand. I'll have like six days back from Thailand, and we start it. We could do that, bro. Wait, what are we? I'm sorry. 75 hard, bro. No. Uh, long story short, we got to end the podcast. It was a pleasure having you. Uh, thanks for coming out to the Jag Off Hour show. I hope this was like a good start to y'all's fucking week, man. Uh, and I look forward to just... I don't know. I'm high as shit. I look forward <laughs> to training with you guys again. Yeah, Ron, when are we going to see you next in the, in the gym? Probably tomorrow. Monday? Okay. Yeah. Bet. Well... Adios. Our 11 is Batman. Confirmed.